Hello and welcome to Everybody Loves Communism, the leftist history and theory podcast where we do the reading so you don't have to. I'm Jamie Peck. I'm Jorge Rocha. And today we are joined by two very, very special guests. I am talking about Alex and Tony of the amazing podcast, Minion Death Cult. Welcome, guys. How you doing? Hey, great. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, stoked to be here. Uh, you know, we, we do we do love communism, um, you know, so it, it makes Hell sense. Yeah. I'm, I'm into it. In this house, we here. love communism. Uh, Another death cult. <laughs> yeah, right. I like I like the idea of like making one of like a commie version of one of those signs that like the liberals have, you know, like in this house, we believe in science and mm-hmm. black lives matter and voting for Pete Buttigieg or whatever. <laughs> what would ours be? Uh, we have one in the front lawn that just says, uh, in this house, we believe, fuck the Supreme Court. Uh, we're getting abortions forever. Here's a link to abortionpill.info. <laughs> so that's, uh, you know, not explicitly communist, but I feel like, you know, just fuck, fuck the Supreme Court. It's like a good catch all for just anybody, anybody to yeah. a good way to enjoy politics. We've, we've been saying fuck the Supreme Court since before it was cool. So I'm glad that the libs are catching on. Mine says, in this house, I have whatever sign my landlord won't, you know, heckle me and like harass me for. Yeah. Uh, that's what my, that's what my, my lawn sign says. Fucking. Well, okay. Speaking of landlords, this is a very good segue into talking about a charming little news item of the week before we get into some of the more classic minion death cult material of like broken brained boomer right winger chuds is that like pretty accurate description yeah so it's good to cover some good news sometimes i think on the show yeah Mm -hmm. so you know like lift your spirits or whatever before we bring them way back down so um yeah i think i guess this could go trillbillies has a series called getting the goods you know where direct action gets the goods i think Mm -hmm. this is sort of along those lines it's certainly a direct action. I don't know if it got the goods, but, you know, we got to play the long game. So I don't know if you guys saw this news story about a woman who was charged with attacking some sheriff's deputies with bees while they were attempting to serve an eviction notice for a landlord. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's a great story. Warmed, warmed my heart. Real heads will know it actually doesn't get more classic minion death cult than um, bees doing doing the work of, of people, uh, you know, uh, doing direct action. Uh, but it's good to see some on our side this time. We've covered some in the past that might have been Republican bees, might have been conservative uh-huh. bees. So it's good to see some bees on our side. Yeah, we had a story like four years ago about uh, bees attacking a mosque, you know, just like one of those random sort of stories that goes uh, viral in specific circles. And just, yeah, the Republican, the replies cheering on the bees, like just infantile fascism, uh, very, very silly. And also, you know, obviously deranged. Jeez. And people were saying like, oh, those were those were good Republican bees for stinging the Muslims. Uh, you know, so it was nice to get some leftist bees in, in the mix for once. Yeah, they're like small business owners, you know, like they could really go either way, depending on many different factors. The bees. True. I think, that, yeah, they're like they're like libertarians, I think, where it's just like, you know, uh, leave them alone and they're fine. But if you like do anything to them, they're going to uh, die trying to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Yeah, so you guys want to hear a little bit of detail on this, this little new story that's come across my desk. Always. All right. Yeah. yeah. So this happened in Springfield, Massachusetts. 
This report is from the Associated Press, which I love that they're the, the AP is starting to cover things like this. Uh, perhaps we'll see even more of it in the coming years. Uh, they have landlord direct action beat. The what? They have a direct action against landlords beat. Yes. Dude, if that was a job available at the AP, I would apply for it so freaking hard. That would be my um, my ideal beat as a journalist if I were ever going to get back in the game. But yeah, okay. So here we go. A Massachusetts woman who released a swarm of bees on sheriff's deputies as they tried to serve an eviction notice is facing multiple assault and battery charges, authorities said. Rory S. Woods, 55, pleaded not guilty at her arraignment on October 12th in Springfield District Court and was released without bail, MassLive.com, citing court records, reported on Wednesday. And then they have a picture of her, of her mugshot, and it's so good. Do you guys mm-hmm. see this lady? She's like so yeah. not sorry that she did that. Yeah, she knows that history will vindicate her. That's Absolutely. the mugshot of somebody on the right side. Absolutely. And she is righteous. <laughs> yeah, she's like, what? <laughs> she and other protesters maintain that they were trying to prevent a wrongful eviction. I mean, I would say that all evictions are wrongful evictions, but it sounds like they maybe had the law on their side. Who knows? The homeowner, Alton King, brought evidence of a bankruptcy stay to court the next day, at which point everything should have stopped, said Grace Ross of the Massachusetts Alliance Against Predatory Lending. Okay, so I guess he was being evicted by uh, the bank. Yep. Rather mm-hmm. than a landlord, still bad. The super, it's kind of the, one of the worst kinds of landlords. A super landlord, one could say. Yeah. Banks are also our enemies. Uh, Woods' lawyer did not immediately respond to a voicemail left by the Associated Press on Wednesday. Yeah, because he's he or she has better things to do defending this fucking hero. Hampton County deputies were met by protesters when they went to the home in Longmeadow on the morning of October twelfth, according to the official department report. Woods, who lives in Hadley, arrived in an SUV towing a trailer carrying beehives and started shaking them, breaking the cover off of one and causing hundreds of bees to swarm out and initially sting one deputy, according to the report. Release the bees! Woods, who put on a beekeeper's outfit to protect herself, was eventually handcuffed, but not before several more sheriff's department employees were stung, including three who were allergic to bees, wow. the report said. Ooh, wow. that's some, some my girl shit. That's the when best Woods- detail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here, here it comes. When Woods was told that several officers were allergic, she said, oh, you're allergic? Good. Good. <laughs> But I love that wasn't, she's. It wasn't just a, a, a mere itchy, like you know, inconvenience. Like hopefully you couldn't breathe for a second. <laughs> Y'all heard about Math Line? Now coming to you soon. B Line. Oh my god! <laughs> so the yeah, sheriff, I love it. She's just like, oh wow. So this is an even more effect, act, effective action. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Pretty much. So the sheriff, blah blah blah. He said Woods could have faced more serious charges if anything worse had happened. Oh, boo-hoo, cops! We had one staff member go to the hospital, and luckily he was all right. Coachy said the deputies were simply doing their duty. Chef, mm-hmm. Chief Deputy Sheriff Robert Hoffman said, "That's right. They were just following orders." He literally yeah. says that in the next line. We had a court order that's been presented to us, yeah. and it's our job to effectuate that court order. Hell he yeah, said. dude! <laughs> The bank Ms. told us Woods what to arrival. do. What were we supposed to do? Not do it? You know? 
Yeah, they're just following orders. It was her arrival with her vehicle and her trailer that really caused things to go haywire. Yeah, that's the fucked up thing in this story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, not like I, cops doing the bidding of a bank. You know, like that's not that's not like the the awful part. It's the 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 industrious person with beehives. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know like most of this reporting is just as usual stenography for the cops, right? The AP is just reprinting the police report. Is, is am I correct in saying that? Uh, yeah, obviously. And like I don't believe any of this. I would like to. I mean it's it's a very funny, heartwarming, wholesome story. I still, you know, like she was shaking the beehives. If you there are photographs from what happened on other news articles and it shows her and a cop right next to each other like fighting or arguing and the cop is the one who has the lid of the beehive in his hands. <laughs> so yeah. I can imagine she may be like threatened to release the bees on them. And then they freaked out on her. And, you know, she is the one who shook up the beehive by antagonizing an officer enough to shake up the beehive and then broke her own beehive open. Despite being a beekeeper and knowing how to release the bees would not be just breaking it open. Right. Um, And then also just uh, officers said they were allergic. Like, I don't believe that either. Like, I don't believe it. Like, uh, I, like I bet 50% of officers think they're allergic to bees. Yeah. Isn't like a bee allergy not that common where it's like, where three of them? I mean, look, I don't, I don't know the, the stats, so don't quote me on that. But I agree that perhaps there's an incentive for the police in this circumstance to not necessarily give the full truth or even the truth at all. How would you prove yeah. it? Are you going to de- subpoena their allergy records? Like you, c- you can't do that, you know. I, I think you can prove it by stinging him with bees. I think that's the only way we can prove it. <laughs> yeah, they just did it. What do you mean? I love the I love the idea of you know. There's somebody right now who's like, oh yeah, I was I was hospitalized in the line of duty. I, I took one. I took one for the team. I you know I got I got hit. I got hit while uh, while on a call. The- Give them the purple heart you know, or, or the orange don't talk heart. about it enough, but it happens. Prove also, like, she bitch. doesn't have to, if you look at her, she doesn't have to shake a hive. She can just whisper to these bees. Like <laughs> she's, she seems like a magical person. I think she could just whisper to these bees and they'll do her bidding. I don't whisper. think shaking is necessary. Yeah. Her and Oprah. Wasn't there a meme about yeah, Oprah yeah. releasing the bees? Yeah. She said everybody gets a bee or something. <laughs> well... <laughs> This lady is like every cop gets a B. Yeah. She's a she's taking it a step further, you know. We uh we we did cover this story uh just today. So <laughs> you can be forgiven for not knowing that we released the episode today. Uh there were so many funny responses to this. Like I would say like over half of the people that I saw cuz this went but like you said the AP covered this like every local news outlet from Seattle to Portland to Michigan to everywhere, like did a story about this because it's funny. Like everybody just knows inherently that it's funny to have a bunch of cops stung by bees, especially when they're serving an eviction notice. Um, So like overwhelmingly the response was like people laughing and making jokes. And then there were people who were like, my God, this is awful. Like these, these officers could have died. Like they would have been justified in like firing upon the bees firing upon her, <laughs> firing upon anybody standing there, aiding and abetting the bees. Um, Shooting at and the, then the other is just so fucking funny to me. 
And then the other comments were like, wow, what an unbelievable story. Yeah. While other people are like crying about ass. cops being stung. No, well my favorite my favorite one was definitely like, oh, this must have been a sting operation. <laughs> <laughs> so oh good. Yeah, a, ga- a guy was like, oh, I wonder if this was a sting operation. Sorry if anyone already said that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, knows it's bad. What? Oh I bet... I- I just want to hear like the internal communication on this. Like, you know, some of these were just like thinking they were being so brave. Like we tactically secured a dirty bomb parentheses bees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is biological warfare. Uh, a hive is, I re- as the dirtiest bomb. It releases like hundreds or thousands of individual drones. That's pretty, mm-hmm. that's pretty fucked. Yeah. yeah. And then another thing about the story is it kind of does obfuscate like the relationship between the the person that was being evicted right. and the owner of the house, because a lot of people just assumed that he was a renter. Um, this was an expensive house, you know, like all houses are expensive now. So it's hard to really say, oh, this was like a, a rich guy or whatever. I mean, he, his house could have just doubled in value in the last two years, like everybody else's. Um, but he had not paid... Uh, his mortgage, the bank owned that owned the house and it was like valued at 1.5 million and he had not paid his mortgage because he was he was like subjected to, yeah, some predatory loan that was like, what is what is that called where it's like uh, reverse mark? Uh, it's like what student loans are under where you can pay a rate at which you never decrease what you actually owe. It's called like reverse negative marketization, something like mm. that. I'm not a financial guy, but it's called something like that. And it's like a very predatory lending practice as people with student loans will know. This guy was subjected to that. So he owes like $1.4 million now on a $1.5 yeah. million dollar house, uh, like two years into owning it or whatever. Like that's what he owes just in back pay. Um and so some people tried to do the gotcha of like, oh, this was just a wealthy guy, you know, uh, feeling entitled to a house that he didn't deserve or whatever. And it's like, no, I'm, I still stick with the principle that like a bank shouldn't own a house. Yeah. Like, like strip that house from the bank and give it to whoever could be that guy. If he needs a house, you know, fair enough. Well, um, <clears throat> I think it's safe to say that these bees are on the side of the people and, you know, so is this lady. And, you know, maybe we'll see this tactic become more generalized in the next wave of struggle. Who knows? In a video game. That is. <laughs> yes, that's right. And if, uh, you know, if any of the officers want to prove it to us that their lives were really threatened, um, like I said, they are welcome to get stung by some bees on video. And if they go into anaphylactic shock, we will know that they were telling the truth. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, urban apiculture is something that needs to be happening anyways. It's good. Uh, mm-hmm. It's good for any community the bees are in. Um, so if we maybe we should just encourage that. I think that you know every every tenant building should have their own hive. Yeah. Um, and use it for honey and for protection. It's whatever you really need need it for. Yeah, we we were just all not royal jelly. I won't. I won't let that one's not cool. No royal jelly. Just well, I think I know. I think I agree. I agree with Tony. I mean, like. You know, if we're all if we're all interested in ecological restoration and things of that nature, you know, it's very important. It's an important step in terms of rewilding America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, if they happen to have some other secret uses, 
beyond that, um, you know, that's just like an added benefit. That's not why we're doing it. All right. We're thinking purely about the ecology here. But, uh, you know, if the bees happen to spring into action to protect people when they're about to be thrown out of their homes, like, you know, that's that's up to them. That's up to the bees. We can't tell them what to do. The pro tip is keep your hive in a precarious area where it could accidentally fall in front of your door where like the police might be knocking. That's, that's a good, that's a good way, to, but it has to be an accident. Cause like if it's on purpose, it's kind of mean to the bees. So make it so it's going to be an accident. Yeah. Yeah. You should just keep a beehive around your dog's collar. And then when the cops shoot your dog, uh, the bees will be unleashed. <laughs> the bees will fall. Yeah. Yeah. The hive will crash. Look, if anyone and, and anyone also questions, you just say you're a very dedicated fan of Beyonce. You're just part of the Beehive. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> word. Which is which is true. Yeah, yeah. In my case, I mean, look. Uh, judging from some of these people's behavior on Twitter, the bees are a much gentler option. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. The Beehive is pretty gnarly. I think I. Uh, I think I criti- I mildly criticized a Beyonce song one time like 10 years ago in a blog post. Yeah, mistake. And, uh, yeah, my online existence has never been the same. So there's one, one of five artists in, that are, have like this huge following, never comment ever, except good things. I learned my lesson. I'll never do it again. Like bad, 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 bad Beyonce opinions is kind of like, um, kind of like, you know, like religion, like have them, go for it, but just keep it to yourself. <laughs> you know, don't don't shove it in my face. No, I gained somewhat of an appreciation for her when I was doing a job I was very ill-suited for, which was blogging about pop music for MTV Buzzworthy. And I like before this, I just really didn't fuck with pop music. I didn't have strong opinions on it, really. And then just like after being forced to listen to it and blog about it and never say anything terribly critical, I just started to deeply, deeply hate it. But um, like I, I would find like little moments of joy that I could latch onto of like pop music that I didn't hate that much. And, you know, Beyonce was um, she made some of those songs. So I guess I have her to thank for that. And uh, my, I just play because the bees actually like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got to keep the bees happy. Well, uh, unless anyone has any final thoughts on bees, direct action, and, uh, you know, cops who are just following orders, I perhaps we can move on to one of our next news items of the day. How do you guys feel about that? I think... Um you know, the bees are funny. Uh, I think it probably, you know, it just, it wasn't effective in that, you know, it was effective in that like, uh, cops got annoyed and stung, but you know, it didn't actually like prevent the guy from probably still getting evicted or whatever. I think like, yeah, you could actually, you can actually do something with just a bunch of people. Like mm-hmm. doesn't, you know, not nonviolently even it's like, I've, you know, that's how they used to do it. And I mean, of course you have to have like a, a police force who's not willing to kill everybody there, uh, <laughs> which we don't exactly, that's not something we have as much anymore. Um, but yeah, I think you could get it like, you know, 
a couple hundred people together and prevented eviction. I, th- I think that's that's doable. Yeah, be like, you know, it's obviously hard to get that many people there, but I think you could do it. Be like the power of the bees. Is it, there's many of them. Right. Jordan Peterson talks about lobsters. We talk about no. Look, look towards bees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they cooperate. I mean, they are living in a hierarchical society. Hierarchical, right? Because they have a queen. Yeah. That, so. That's the base kind. It's matriarchy. I thought. I thought we. I thought we just already have established this, Jamie. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Were it's you, make it as a matriarchy. Were you Were you super sad when the human queen died a little while ago? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's different. <laughs> oh, okay. Like we're not monarchists here. Uh, you know, man, women, whatever. But um. We uh, there are some positive qualities to look to in the in the bee world in the bee nation, and you know the way they cooperate could be very inspiring. And like just one bee on its own isn't going to do that much. You know they're just gonna maybe they'll sting a cop or two before they. Uh, it might be the kind of bee that dies when it stings you. It might be the kind of bee that could sting you a few times. But um, yeah, get a lot of them together. You got to be a swarm, you know, be water, be like the bees. Bees are so intense also because like, I think, I don't know if all species of bees are like this. Well, maybe it's bees, wasps aren't like this, but bees, when like they sting you, they die. They take the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah, bees, yeah. It's because their butts fall out. Yeah, you, you rip them apart when you pull them out. Yeah. So they're basically like suicide bombers. <laughs> yeah. Basically, but the most important yeah. thing about bees is uh, the bees that you see, the flowers that you see because of the bees, all those bees are worker bees, you know? So that's, that's really, that's really the most important thing. Stinging or not, they're all worker bees. Yes. Yeah. yeah but they the lone the bee, world. the lone bee stinging is, is an example of like narcissistic adventurism that doesn't do anything to further an actual cause. You need, you need the full swarm. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. There it is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's the implication of the swarm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, you know, a nice, a nice friendly swarm. <laughs> a, non, a non-violent swarm. We have to just non-violently swarm the bourgeoisie and take back what is ours. Just like the bees. Because we, 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 made, we, made, we made everything. Well, I guess the bees made some of these things but you know it's a nice metaphor i like like it it. i like it yeah so what do we got next let's talk about the bernie sanders one because i think that's funny Mm -hmm. and very on brand for us as a leftist podcast um so yeah i guess uh you guys hipped me to this news story that bernie sanders you know socialist grandpa is uh, he's still out there. He's still doing things. He's still making moves. He's still staying incredibly on brand, no matter what the topic is. And, you know, the topic right now is Halloween and Halloween candy and also inflation. So this is a nice little newsy news peg. So I'm looking at this story from The Blaze. Headline, Bernie Sanders blames record high Halloween candy prices on greedy corporations and gets right, torched baby. online. Ooh, and there's a nice picture of Bernie looking all like wild eyed and freaky over at some fucking M&M's. And yeah, he's scared of the candy. It look, they made him look scared of the candy. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I love that so much. Oh, hey, Bernie, uh, there's a problem. Huh? I wonder who's responsible for it. Who, who, what do you think Bernie Sanders is going to say who's res- the responsible party in this? Oh, the corporations? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy, Bernie. Wow. The candy's too damn sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so what did he say? Let's see what he said. He said... Wow, I'll, I gotta read. I, I'm gonna read it in the Bernie voice and Please. probably give up like halfway through. Please, we believe in <laughs> you. You got the whole thing. <laughs> While the cost of Halloween candy has surged more than 13 percent since last September, the Mars candy bar family became 44 percent richer during the pandemic, increasing the wealth by 32.6 billion dollars. The Mars family is now worth $106.8 billion. Do you know what's scary? Corporate greed. <laughs> Corporate greed. That is not my best Bernie. But, that was pretty you know. good. That though. was great. I was going to say, that was Sorry. an amazing Bernie Sanders. <laughs> that was good. Corporate that was better greed. than my Bernie. <laughs> I don't think so, I can yeah. do Bernie anymore. I think Kanye ruined that yeah, for you me. Can't. I don't think I'm allowed to well, you- do Bernie Sanders impressions anymore. So it's, it's actually racist oh. if you do Bernie Sanders impressions, Tony. Now it is. I, it wasn't. It I'm wasn't three weeks ago. <laughs> I'm still allowed. No, because yeah. black people are also Jewish. So Kanye is it's apparently. Not, it's not. It can't, how could that be racist? Yeah, I love the Kanye West shit. Is so funny because it's like so perfectly like modern boomer grievance yeah. identity conservatism because it's just exactly the same things i can't be racist i'm one point i'm like one thirty second cherokee mm-hmm. yeah totally. or i can't be racist because i had an irish grandpa who probably got beat up he probably got like whipped and stuff you know yeah so, so I, it's just kanye west oh actually i, I can't be anti-semitic because i'm that i'm the i'm the i'm the i'm jewish too yeah it's story one. checks it's out <laughs> <laughs> so what what do we make of this? What are people making of this um, this tweet? Because you know, it seems to me Bernie is just being incredibly on brand. Yeah. I saw I saw the charts. I saw the graphs that Katie yeah. Porter brought into to Congress mm-hmm. that day. Like uh, more than half of the increased prices that people are paying in this country for basic things like food. Uh, more than half of these increases are just going straight to corporate profits. So uh, yeah. that was a real, a nice little fuck you to me the same week that I accidentally bought a $10 box of cereal. Uh, Wait, what? Store. I was pretty, Wait, what? pretty bummed out when I looked at, uh, you know, at the checkout. I was like, oh, was it that magic it. spoon stuff? Uh, no, it was just like, it was like probably like maybe not the utter bottom shelf cereal, maybe not like the speed rack cereal, but just like one level up from that. It was like some low carb, like Kellogg's fucking Kashi shit or something like that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I was like, damn you inflation. And then I saw the chart from Katie Porter and I was like, damn you fucking corporations trying to use this as an excuse to gouge people. And, you know, maybe we'll get into like the fucking political economy of it with uh, an economist or some shit on another episode and they can explain us like, you know, the the Marxist reasons what's going on here beyond like a cartoonishly evil CEO, like seeing a situation that they could take advantage of to jack up the prices even more. Or maybe that's all that's going on. I don't know. But um, this is going to sound insane, but like I, there's like a fringe 
half belief I have, but I think all food items, individual food items, should eat one dollar. <laughs> well, that's funny because I was at I was at the store today and I realized everything is six dollars. Everything is five ninety nine. Every item was five. It didn't matter. It made. There, like I don't know, like this dip was five ninety nine, and so was like a thing of everything was five ninety nine. I don't know where they got that number from. But what's funny about this is like mm. they're, they're only mad because Bernie Sanders said it. Where like the, what they wanted to do was go to the store and put a "I did that" sticker next to the candy, mm-hmm. and it's like the same thing. But he's blaming the actual people whose like fault it is. Well. Um, according to some of these responses, uh, it's Bernie's fault, actually. It's just, it just I don't understand their mind. It's just like, who, who do you think is at fault here then? Like, why, who, who's to blame for the expensive candy? Well, government, government is to blame for the expensive candy because they won't get out of the candy company's way <laughs> and let them make more money. Like I mean, that's yeah. literally that's literally it. And if the if the big companies make more money, well, then you know what? That means the little companies are going to make more money too. And there's going to be more little companies mm. uh, if you unleash, if you unfetter uh, the big companies. Mm. How many small candy companies are there that aren't owned by Mars? No, there will be though. There there will be more. You know, um, I can I, finally do mine. Is, right. <laughs> what's what's that? Isn't there a theory where it's like okay, we get rid of all regulations? Or whatever, we get rid of like most of the barriers mm-hmm. for running a business, for starting up, all that shit. But also, everybody has to give up their money. Everybody has to give up all the money they currently have and start from zero. And then we'll see. Like, I don't subscribe to that yeah. theory. I just yeah. like that's like a, that's like the then only we'll way you could do it fairly. Like, you know? <laughs> it's like those libertarians who are like, true capitalism has never been tried. And, you know, I'm reading it because yeah. like I'm mixing up the uppercase and the lowercase letters. You're the SpongeBob case. That's, that's, that's why that's why I'm <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to say that it with my voice. Yeah, you just say it as stupid as possible, like your most stupid voice without like going over the top. You know what I mean? But uh, you do that. and That's how you say it. I mean, you guys are talking a lot of shit and everything, but I mean, Bernie Sanders has never done anything for me personally. <laughs> I mean, that's because I live in California and he doesn't really have a lot of sway. Over it. But I mean, like if he invents a, a Reese's cup, then maybe I'll, if he, if he makes Reese's cups for me, maybe I'll give him a, a, a second, you know, maybe I'll, maybe things won't be his fault. Yeah. Do something. But for these the people give guy. us actual candy. Do something for the humble stoner, Bernie Sanders. Make us Please. Some candy. It's about time. Time. <laughs> well, I'm reading some of these replies and they're like, uh, they're really, they're kind of bringing me down. This uh, did did you read the ones in the article? The ones in the art, the blaze article are pretty good. Those yeah, are just yeah. like the ones that the blaze, the blaze. I, I love it when companies do, do our thing, uh, and just get, get replies to read from places they're, you, they usually <laughs> suck actually. That's why I like reading them. Cause I'm like, Oh, you, I'm so much better at my job than you are. Uh, but these two I liked. I <laughs> while no. the cost. Uh, where is it? We're give, uh, the, give them to me. Yeah. Okay. It just says read another tweet, so they didn't even credit this. But it's quote: <laughs> "We're getting close to hearing about how access to low-priced candy bars is a quote human right." <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe candy bars would be a little cheaper if the sugar industry in the U.S. didn't get favors from the government—favors that Bernie Sanders himself has long supported. 
Okay. So I actually looked into this because I was like, is Bernie Sanders the fucking senator from Hershey? And uh, we just don't know. And there is a grain of truth to this, as it turns out. He supports big candy. You guys. So, yeah, I mean, this is... I, I looked it up. I found a Forbes article from 2015... And they they really had to dig to find this, to find like any way in which Bernie could be seen as, you know, supporting the corporate sector. That's how uh, you find the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, uh, there is a federal program that Forbes says resembles a Soviet Union relic. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm listening. That uh, works as follows. Basically... The Department of Agriculture has some price supports for American sugar. Mm-hmm. So they're like like a lot of different crops and other American products. They'll subsidize it so that the price doesn't fall too low. And they have, you know, some tariffs on importing cheaper sugar from other parts of the world, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Bernie's crime is that he voted to reauthorize the farm bill repeatedly that had this in it uh which you know like fucking everybody also did um but also there was sort of this bipartisan reform effort to sort of roll this back a little bit and what that means in practice is you know we have on the one hand a sort of uh like he Bernie's a left populist, right? He's a left populist within a national context, which means he's going to probably be in favor of some form of economic protectionism of U.S. industry. Uh, yeah, he's like because the other option is like full neoliberal globalization, trade. which like both of those things are capitalism, and both of those things are bad. But uh, I don't think you can really fault him for for voting the way he did on that one. What do you guys think? I mean, yeah, imagine if the headline was actually like Bernie Sanders says fuck farmers. Yeah. Like that's that's <laughs> not gonna go over well. That's what's funny. That was like my first thought was I was like, oh, that's crazy. He voted for this like sub sugar subsidy to like, you know, Nash sure they're domestic farms or domestic producers, but even Bernie Sanders knows that means they're just corporations <laughs> at the, at this point. Yeah. You know? But then I saw that it was part of the farm bill and I'm like, Oh yeah, that would be amazing. If Bernie Sanders tried to hold up the farm bill, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> like that would be, that would be a, a three week news cycle. If he oh, even yeah. mentioned it, what, what, you know, it's what if Bernie yeah. just goes like full, like just re- full power level revolution. Like, we cannot get these kulaks this damn money. <laughs> we need to stop the kulaks of this country from getting yeah. hoarding all the grain. I mean, I'd be here for it, obviously. Critical support for uh for Danky Bernie, <laughs> Stalinist Bernie. Yeah. But um I noticed when I was reading about this, I was I was like trying to figure out what the fuck this amendment even was or did. And, you know, I got like a vague sense of it without like going into the actual bill and see because like the amendment is mostly like strike this paragraph from it and strike these few words like it doesn't make any sense you mean the the amendment that they were trying to introduce to the legislation yeah or? yeah like okay. the the fair sugar act or whatever the, okay. the reforming the reform the un- act. unsuccessful was was he behind the was he behind the reform act no he voted against this bipartisan reform act like specifically like uh, against that thing specifically yeah so as i understand it um it was just a reform act designed to it wasn't actually going to do that much anyway (laughs) but it was supposed to like roll back some of these uh 
you know, these government, big government protections for the domestic sugar biz. But I looked, because I was trying to find, like, you know, any funny thing about this that I could grab onto, right, to make mm-hmm. for a good podcast. And uh, I was looking at the list of sponsors, and they just, like, every few years, they just try over and over again to introduce these extremely mild reforms, and they just get shot down by like a large bipartisan group of people who are like, no, this would, this would really harm our uh, domestic sugar supply or whatever. One of the people who's been sponsoring it, who's been co-sponsoring it in recent years is none other than Elizabeth Warren. Mm. And uh, structural reforms. Yeah. I'm just wondering, you know, if this, if this becomes an issue in the 2024 primary, God forbid, it's going to be, Pretty hilarious, uh, especially considering that Bernie Sanders has not eaten a single piece of candy in at least 75 years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, look, I think, you know, on the real, I think at some level, I think there needs to be some kind of per, like those kind of subsidies. I mean, like the but it's what's funny is like the 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 what the, what the person says is like, oh, maybe the candy would be cheaper if the if the sugar industry didn't get subsidies, it's like, that doesn't make any sense. Like costs would go up. Right. So like, it's just remarkable. All the people who like talk about, you need to know basic economics. I'm like, buddy, you don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, they would import cheaper sugar, I guess, from parts of the world where workers have even fewer protections. I guess that's, the general idea behind globalization making treats cheaper for Americans but, or whatever. But I just don't see why candy bars would have to be cheaper. <laughs> like there's a monopoly, right? They could just stay the same, but costs go down. I don't oh, yeah. know. This is this is a level of economics that I was not prepared to discuss today. But uh, no, I agree with you. Yeah, it's it's like why why would the candy be cheaper? Uh, be more expensive from by getting help from the government. Like, yeah, if you withdraw that help, the candy company, even if it isn't, doesn't make a difference to the candy company, the candy company is just going to say, Oh, we, we lost help. So we're raising the price. Of everything. Right. 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 Um, yeah. But I mean, I, that's yeah. like, these people are assuming that the invisible hand of the market is the only thing controlling these prices, which we know is not true. I like the first part of, of that where it's, we're getting close to hearing about how access to low-priced candy bars is a human yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> like after after six straight months of wetting your pants about inflation every single like night, every twenty-four hours of the day, telling us how like you know your ki- your family with eight kids can't buy seventeen gallons of milk a week anymore because because <laughs> the price went up five cents. That. Big boys. And now, and now you're like, oh, I guess you just think you deserve groceries, huh? Guess you think you deserve uh, the holiday the, to celebrate anything? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it's cool how like malleable their actual ar- argument is. Like, right. um, I, I saw another reply that along these lines that was yeah, just like um, this Linda in the Blaze comment section says, is the co- is the high cost of candy really an issue? 
maybe this could be the best thing for the health of young kids. What? Mm. There it is. Have you met kids? So like now we're gonna start. We're gonna start Michelle Obama Gardens uh, at our house now. Uh, <laughs> Great. Now initiative. We don't even need candy. Actually, it's not a big deal. <laughs> Michelle <laughs> Obama Garden to own the libs. But yeah. also going back to the original tweet, like I just realized. That's why, that's why I laughed because it's like, oh, you know, talking about how ridiculous it is that low price candy could become a human right, but then proceeds to say, whoa, they could be cheaper too by doing this. And yeah. it's like, wait, what? But she's not driven by emotion or whoever tweeted that isn't driven by emotion. They actually don't care about right. your human rights. Mm -hmm. Like that's a joke to them, but they do care about like the freedom of a, just on principle because that may re have good results. It's probably not going right, to. Right, right, right. Well, that's the thing. It's like everyone thinks they deserve candy bars, but like, you know, when I was young, I didn't have money. So I would start trick or treating at like five. And I would say, you know, what mm -hmm. I would do is I would get all the candy. And I would sell most of that candy to buy more candy. And I would flip that and I would save my candy and I would work hard. I would even find different Easter egg hunts on Easter that I wasn't even part of <laughs> and get more candy because I was working hard. And I, and I earned my candy. And kids these days think they should just have access to low price candies. No, yeah. that's right. That's yeah. right. Tony's a self-starter. Yeah. Oh, you wanted candy. Oh, I bet you would love some cake too, your majesty. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> also, okay. People who are saying that it doesn't matter that the price of sugar has gone up because you shouldn't be eating sugar anyway. Um, <laughs> that might be true if sugar wasn't in literally everything. Yeah. Also, wasn't that, isn't that kind of like the premise of the sugar tax itself? The thing mm -hmm. you guys are going to like water the tree of liberty over? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're seeing all sorts of interesting new fascisms arise. And I guess the sort of uh, health fascism, maybe that's going to be a thing. Maybe like the eco-fascists and the health fascists can um, hook up I'm to... Uh, I mean, I'm I'm trying to oh, that, make that, sense that's of happening. what is that's, not a coherent ideology. I mean, both of Dead Kennedys talked that's about happening. That that's happening. That's like that's like uh, CrossFit and holistic living and anti-vax. Right. It's all that's all tied together. Like CrossFit is a byproduct of libertarianism. It's because it's a, it's a cheap business. You can start yourself and work for yourself, right. and also skirt right. taxation laws. Like uh, mm -hmm. all that, all the all the holistic oils. Why. The, all, the, all, all the holistic oil stuff, you know, that's all like, you know, uh, pyramid scheme type things. And that also leads to like the anti-vax people. And like, yeah, that, so that this health fascism thing is already there. It, it's already very much here. Like they, they do hate candy. Like they, they really, they really do hate candy. Well, because it's got all the seed oils in it too, right? right? Oh, oh yeah, seed oils. Oh, ba based Biden is rising is raising the prices of the candy bars to prevent people from eating too many seed oils and becoming uh, gay. This is yeah. why, like, people focus so much on, like, Trump or, like, DeSantis of, like, no, 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 no. Marjorie Taylor Greene is our Hitler. <laughs> she's, she's, she's of this milieu. That would be so humiliating if I got sent to a concentration camp by a woman with fucking pinwheel eyes. But she's, oh, like, yeah. of this kind of, like, suburban Cross, CrossFit, like, health not... Leathery CrossFit addict. Yeah, I, th I don't know. I think I could maybe work my way up to being her personal trainer. <laughs> and then just like take care of the problem for everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we got to have comrades in high places. I mean, look, yeah. look Alexander, like, look, she, uh, we saw recently she's single now. So. Guy. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> look, I mean, as we saw recent, recently, she's single now, right? So she's getting a divorce. So the yeah. option is open I, now. Oh. 
So this is a tag team effort is what you're saying. It's going to take <laughs> Alex and myself is what you're saying. <laughs> but Alex, you can't do that. I don't want you to do that because um, I love you. And um, if we're too big to do muscle ups, we have to do actual pull ups. If you do a muscle up, you are going to tear your shoulders out of your socket. <laughs> so do not do not do that. Do not go down that route. I, it's worth it. You know, it's just one body. What is one yeah. body compared <laughs> one to body, yeah. millions? Well, here's another comment from someone that I find interesting. It, also in the Blaze article, it says, know what's even scarier? Government greed. And I can choose to not buy candy, but I can't choose not to fund government. Profound. Yeah. That was another critic, yeah. which is like, wow. it's funny they should say that. Uh, it's a choice to not buy candy when everyone knows if you don't give out candy, your house is getting egged by neighborhood rascals. Yeah, that's not a free choice at all. There's no freedom. It's not a. It's not a voluntary compact you make with this neighborhood children. This is like the mm. end conclusion. I mean, it's of worse like- than that. Now you don't even get egged. You get canceled. You get straight canceled. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the children have grown too powerful. Yeah. This is like the end conclusion of like the Gen Xer mindset of like, oh man, like fuck the establishment, man. Like it's like, it just ends. So like the government is just bad, just always generally, no matter mm-hmm. what. Well, Joe Biden. Yeah, I don't know. I think bad. Like I, I think eating food is better than paying tax. Like what we're, uh, I can choose not to buy candy, but I can't choose not to fund government. Like. You can't really choose not to buy stuff. <laughs> it's, yeah. You have you have to. Oh, you know? I, mean, I don't buy buy might be a gray area, but yeah, you do have to get you do have to get stuff. I mean, you have to take things to the self checkout place. That's true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, these people have been like telling us that uh, the new world order is gonna is trying to force them to eat bugs you know, for the last like two years. And now here you are saying be because you're defending capitalism. You, you don't want to criticize capitalism at all to the extent where you're like, yeah, I'll just eat bugs instead of candy. <laughs> Obviously, like that's what our overlords said. Candy was worth. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I can't afford that. So I'll eat this shit over here. Thank Wait, you. Isn't there like a certain amount of bug parts that is legally allowable to be in candy. What? I'm pretty sure I'm not making this up. Because, like, bugs fall in during the production process. What? the government is like, all right, you can have this many bug parts, but no more. I think it's just, like, like blood and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Fucking big government coming in, telling us how many bugs we can have in our candy. (laughs) (laughs) This comment's good, too, because it's like, uh, you're, you didn't, they never read the article. Well, this is in the article, I guess. So I guess they didn't know about it, but we're talking about, uh, government subsidies here. So like you're calling the the government so greedy that they're like subsidizing the sugar industry. Like I pick a, it's just a a taxes thing. It's just like a blanket taxes thing. Like I shouldn't have to pay taxes. I'm more worried about paying taxes than I am about not eating. So I clicked their profile. I just was curious. And Oh my God. So their banner photo is like the really grainy image of a bald ego with like the colors of the U.S. flag on it. It's so awesome. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Ooh, you got to right-click save that. Maybe that should be our uh, episode art. 
Oh my god! And then the image is like they have like a tan going, like really like tight like beard going on with like a goatee. But then it's like a picture of them nice. with like their 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 pack their pack uh lanyard, and then they have like a mm. a cowboy hat on. Sounds it's, like it a sounds cool, cool guy. And yeah. <laughs> their their like rock, their, their, their handle is black is back. Are, are they black? No. Uh, Maybe this is the last name. Maybe it's the last name. Maybe. I don't know. Because I don't see this person being excited about any type of black being back. Doesn't seem like they'd be yeah, stoked no, on I'm it. Go- I'm going through the different kinds of black in my head. I'm like, black people, no. Anarchism, definitely not. <laughs> um, like, what else, what else is there? Oh, my God. I well, think there wasn't Clint. one of the... <laughs> uh, wasn't one of like the trolls Jack they were trying black. to do was uh, did uh, actually Trump was the first black president? Take that, Obama! Oh my God! Remember when? Remember <laughs> yeah, when they did yeah, that because yeah. Trump got like like shook hands with a black lady? They were like, "Oh, this is actually the first black president." Isn't this? Uh, aren't you guys triggered? Yeah, so he did like the smooth, the smooth handshake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and they did yeah. like the eight bit sunglasses thug life moment. Which is like we all know that like it's okay because the Democrats did the same thing with with uh, with Bill Clinton, you know, because like he played they literally and got head. Well, it wasn't the Democrats. It was it wasn't Maya Angelou, was it? Who was it? A fucking <laughs> black woman called him the first black president. I'm sure. Oh, uh, whatever Tony Morrison. The answer is is going to be Tony really Morrison. Gonna, gonna Thank you. Suck. Sorry. Yeah, Tony Morrison. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Oh wow. It's like the, it's like Tony's the, right. It's like that sucks. It's like the worst person of like the like black intellectual milieu you can think of at that time. Yeah, most I, times. Well, because she I like she won the Nobel Prize in literature. In, She's like you in know. high school. I thought they were very good. Yeah, so it's why it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but they did that Damn. for Trump. The so, bluest yeah. eye is canceled. No, no, nothing, nothing beats, nothing beats fucking uh, the Roxanne Gay post. The Roxanne Gay, like, oh my god, <laughs> my boyfriend's a genius for getting Trump to run. Talking about Bill Clinton encouraging oh, yeah, Trump to yeah. run. No, that's the no. that's the best. That's the best. Oh. Like, um, comment from uh, yeah. It's like, come on, like you don't yeah. shut up. Please don't, don't, Jesus don't. Christ. You, come on. She fired, that, was the worst she fired that off and it was writer. like in, instantly etched in stone. It's like, yeah, you heard the fucking sound of that's, like a lock shutting. That's yeah. like a Joyce Carol Oates level of should not have Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What? Like, geez. So, so I'm looking at this guy's profile still. I was trying to find something really like weird. And I saw him like retweet this random, like, I guess one of his friends he's met on Twitter. Um, this older gentleman who's like took a mirror selfie with like and it's just like I make snowflakes melt with like the snowflake emoji and just a bunch of laughing emoji and it's just him like himself taking a picture of himself with like a mirror selfie and I'm like what? Like you're like retweeting this? I just don't even know what's going on in his mind. Is he doing a funny pose? No. He's just like look he's like showing off his muscle but it's like not really much. Mm. So wait, is he trying to say that he's like so jacked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That all the liberal snowflakes are just gonna melt from being horny for him? I think mm. they're just like gonna melt because of intimidated. I don't know. He's so hot. Mm. 
I guess, you know, it could be a little column A, a little column B, you know? They're not mutually exclusive. These people, I'm they not, just want to be like, they just want to be fucking internet celebrities. That's like all it yeah. is. They like thrive on this, on just like, they know they're a joke, but they're like doing it for a purpose. So it's like valid, you know? <laughs> like, like these are like just some of the most embarrassing, like uh, pathetic, amazing people on the internet is people who like actively go out and say thing, you know, like... I don't know. Never never mind. It's too much to get into because there's like this whole uh promotional tactic now where like cringe is good. Cringe is good because it gets more engagement. It lets people right. yeah. like vent their spleens at you and you just get bumped up in the results. It's like a common tactic now used in political Ugh. campaigns. So I found one of his cuz he he's like retweets a lot, but I found one of his actual tweets. Look at this. So hashtag, so hashtag Democrats are calling out Walker for paying, quote unquote, for an abortion, but defend the woman's right to have one. Explain the rationale. Oh, wow. You're, miss, you're missing a huge chunk there, my friend. <laughs> They're hypocrites. He got them. He got them on hypocrisy. Now they got to uh, ban abortion again. Mm. That's some real pretzel brain thinking They're my, right there. They're their minds are so powerful. Mm. Well, well, you know, when Democrats call out his hypocrisy, that's actually them being hypocrites mm -hmm. by the transitive property. Yeah. Don't question it. It makes sense. <laughs> it does. It does. Man. Well, speaking of people that I want to do ad hominem attacks on, um, you guys also included a comment from a guy named Craig R. Britton, mm. who said, I wonder what kind of candy I'll get if I go to one of Bernie's four houses. Mm. Four? It's got to be half of the bowl plus half ownership of the house itself, right? What? That's how it works. Yeah, it's like one of those guys who's like, oh, you call yourself a socialist and yet you have a house under capitalism fucking riddle me that it has 107 likes on it which is just horrifying that that many people liked that post but then you guys have a note below it that says this guy is the edgelord libertarian who ran the revenge porn site is anybody down oh my God. and is currently an ongoing arizona senate candidate so Boy, no yeah there's, there's a lot going on there <laughs> this is this is the best guy that they could come up with for the job what? he's like a, a thought leader of the libertarian right this guy is in like every right-wing comment section on facebook uh he's he's verified because he is just like a perpetual senate candidate i, I don't even i think he runs in the republican primary maybe or he runs as a libertarian i i don't know uh, yeah, he, he ran a fucking revenge porn site where he would like, it was specifically hosting like nudes that, you know, did not belong to the people uploading them and then uh, spots for their home addresses, oh my God. first and last name, like any sort of identifying material. It was like, uh, that other website you're not supposed to say, uh, before that, but like specifically for like people who hated naked women, Why? Uh, which is like the same name, right? It's even a ripoff name. It's yeah, well, it's yeah. so the original one was uh, is, is anyone up? Yeah, and that was that was like more of a just oh, we're gonna host any porn, whether it's stolen or not. That got taken down as revenge porn. Uh, this 
was like an explicit follow-up that was like, oh, you thought that one was bad. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the first one was just like, you know, maybe these people were casualties of generalized horniness. This one, it's like the misogyny is the point. Yeah. Like, let's yeah, not get it I mean, twisted. It was like doxing people. It was it was really bad. It, w- it was like putting people's lives in danger. There's so much here because like on the one hand, it's like this person clearly is like reprehensible, like just gross, like in, to put it lightly. But then also it's it's just like I, I don't even have to look. I don't have to look, but I know they they have talking points like, well, we need to protect the children. You know, we need to I go on a moral crusade against the, de- the the evil Democrats as if this motherfucker has anything, any leg anything at all to stand on. Yeah. Well, I just, I just saw, um, man, what's, what's that creep comedian's name? I know that doesn't narrow it down. The, <laughs> the younger guy, uh, who's like DMing 15 year olds. Oh, um, Chris Ellie Delia. Delia. Yeah. That guy is on Adam Carolla talking about being canceled. Adam Carolla, who has a huge podcast, right? He's on Adam Carolla like this week talking about how he was canceled and I can't wait to listen to it. I want to know if he ever says what he actually did because that would be fascinating. Uh, Even people in Adam Carolla's replies like on Facebook, so it's not like Twitter where shit goes viral into different circles. It was just like Adam Carolla fans who were like, "Uh, I don't know if this guy was canceled so much as like uh, people tried to prevent him from fucking underage girls. Like... (laughs) Just like, you know, even like normal people were just like, no, I remember this guy. (laughs) So, no, yeah. Which guy is this? That was Christy Alia. But it's funny Mm. because all those people do have their fingers in the pies Mm -hmm. of this like moral panic over teacher groomers, teachers, uh, you know, even just LGBTQ people in general. Um, And they are very clearly the freaks and sickos. Right. I mean, we've known this for a very long yeah. time, you know, and it's like you just look at the last two years and their obsession with like underage kids genitalia. Yeah. <laughs> like anybody would be like, yeah, you're not the healthy one here, buddy. No. Um, but this guy, he, Craig R. Britton, he's like, he goes, I, it's not the same as going viral. He just gets bumped up in these comment sections on Facebook underneath popular posts because he says normie boomer shit like, Oh, Mm -hmm. socialism. Why don't you give me half your house then? Uh. You know, like innocuous stuff that was in a Prager U video 10 years ago. (laughs) Um, he, he, I don't, I, you know, and other people will reply to, to the, these comments being like, Oh, this guy is like a sex offender. <laughs> Please don't support him. Uh, but you know, it's, it's funny how ubiquitous this guy is across the internet. I see him all the time. Also the talking point of four houses from my understanding, this is like an advancement of the old talking point, which is three yeah. houses. So I don't know what mm-hmm. happened that now they think that he has four. Well, well, let me, stop, right you, under let me stop you right he there. I did this on, I did this on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Like Larry David, I think they're mixing him up with Larry David. Who buys a new fancy house every season of Curb Your Enthusiasm? Now that's co- anti-Semitic. <laughs> I'm allowed to say it. Uh, no, but the comment underneath him says five. So you know, maybe maybe Bernie's yeah, Phyllis, been doing some real estate deals that we don't know about. Is, I don't know. It was so funny. So every everybody was like, "Oh, he's got four houses. Who is he to talk? Oh, he's got four. And I'm like, "What? Like he doesn't, the, he has three houses, right? right like, and yeah, one yeah. of them's a cabin and one of them's like an apartment or a townhouse or something. Yeah, I mean, I think- Well, I, he has a residence in New York. Uh-huh. Or not in New York, Vermont. sorry. I'm like, I keep thinking about him like he's 
still lives here, I even mean, though he's lived in Vermont for the past like 50 years. Yeah, he has a residence in Vermont in his district where he fucking lives. It's house one. He has a residence in DC. I think most senators have that. That's house two. And and like like many Vermonters, I have a summer cabin. That's that's house three. But also from my and understanding, I, the suburb cabin is like an inheritance from his wife, not even him. Yeah. That's what mm. I that's what I read as well. But yeah, no, it jumps up to four. He's got four houses now. And also, uh, what about that Bugatti you own, Bernie <laughs> Sanders? I swear to God, I saw that. Somebody said that. Because there was that meme of an old white guy on the freeway in like a convertible luxury car. No and people just shared it saying it was Bernie Sanders. It was like five yeah. years ago or four years that's ago. So, funny. so now it's like in everybody's memory that yes, we all saw Bernie Sanders driving around in the Bugatti. And it doesn't matter that they say Bugatti right. or McLaren or whatever. It's just, it was a, it was a sports car. It was a fancy luxury sports car. But then I also saw this one from Phyllis, like, like you said, Jamie, uh, where Phyllis said greedy, like the five houses he owns. It's yep. advancing. It's advancing. <laughs> the, 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 so you're just like, I mean, you know, why not six? He probably owns six houses guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, He's that greedy. Well, I love how like, there's like the, like the Facebook boomer, like right wing reactionary, like they, like the community have like kind of like a left wing Twitter, like within like all of us are on Twitter and we're posters. Like we we all we have our own collective memory of like oh this person or this claim or whatever they have their own. That's like it, but an inverted version of reality. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. the The best part about this original like comment too from Craig is it's just like. What what are you saying? You're saying like, oh, what am I going to do? I'm going to go to Bernie's house and he's going to be like extremely nice to me. Cause that's kind of what he's, cause he's saying, you know, if, yeah. oh, if you're a real, if you're really a socialist, you're going to share everything you have with me. And it's like, I thought the original one was just going to be, he's rich. So he has full size candy bars, but then he just like stretched that out. And it's like, what do you, no. is your insult that he's going to be, give you a lot of stuff? So you think the, no, I think bad the idea is that Bernie wouldn't want to give yeah. him a lot of stuff, which is probably not true. I don't yeah. know. He'd probably give you a full nice size guy. candy bar. He'd give you a lot of candy. I don't know if he'd give you his house, but uh, that's a perfectly fair thing to not want to do under capitalism. Yeah, I like this one about his house, too, from Clinton, who said, uh, I bet he'll love it when the price of houses increase, dot, 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 since he owns three expensive examples of capitalism, dot, 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 dot. You know, this is not the own you think it is. It's actually, okay, people need to learn the difference between private property and personal property. I feel like the, these old Marxist terms could really be updated, right? Because you think private property, you're like, oh, it's when someone owns a house. No, 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 no. If Bernie were a landlord making money off of people with only their labor to sell who cannot themselves afford a house, that would be private property. If he just has a house and lives in it, that's not the same thing. Yeah, but he does cabin. have to get rid of the other two houses or like at least make his cabin available. He quote his his cabin. It'd be the people's cabin. Mm. Um, you know, I, I, I feel like under socialism, he would <laughs> like if we like had a generalized system to do that, he would totally let people use his house whenever they wanted to. So I like He'll to let you use the cabin if you're nice to him. Yeah, I bet he's on couchsurfing.com. We should check. <laughs> I like I'm just waiting for on. this. I'm, I'm just waiting for prices of houses to increase. When's that going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I bet he, I bet he would love that. I love being oh. so tapped into inflation and so aggrieved about how much, how expensive everything is. And you, and it's like, you think it's bad now, wait until housing gets expensive, buddy. Then yeah, you're going to yeah. really be, <laughs> it's like, what, like, yeah. So you are, you either like already own a home or just like somebody takes care of you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you, if, to, to be like this, uh, <laughs> this naive, this like, like a little uh, baby fawn in the forest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you it's definitely don't click point. on Zillow and like, you know, question your entire life ever. <laughs> uh, a, a storied and proud millennial tradition. Yeah. I love it's like, yeah, you do own, he does kind of own three examples of capitalism, which right. is the wealth getting, the wealthy getting wealthier by virtue yeah. of real estate, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like this comment here by Cheryl Hose. I think it's how you pronounce it, but it's like, why? Why is it the corporations? They're the ones offering jobs to those who want to work. And then like yeah. no likes. It's just like raw posting. <laughs> just like wow. and it's like, I don't know. It's just just really saying like, yeah. oh, we need to defend corporations no matter what. We Not need to be nicer even than the they right give us jobs wing. and candy that we yeah. have to buy. We have to buy the candy, but still. Not even the people on the right wing Facebook page are liking that comment. <laughs> That's pretty good. I love the language of offering us jobs. Like, hey, they, they are the goodness of their hearts. They, you know, they offered you the job. They didn't have any vested interest in you performing that job for them. Mm-mm. Just, just being nice. I also like this one here from Dwight M. Thomas. I mean, this might be opening a whole other can of worms where he says, for a second there, I thought this was about African slave trade and blaming us for eating chocolate. Bernie said climate change would destroy (laughs) the earth in eight years. That was nearly eight years ago. There is a lot going on in this one. Oh my God. It's like, you could just tell from the profile picture and the name is just like this, one of the most widest motherfuckers you've ever seen. Oh yeah, look at him. I love, yeah, he's man. like so white that he's pink. <laughs> he's not, man, he's not anything, white. He's just extremely red. Anything exotic just has to come from Africa. Like that—that's what he's yeah, talking. Because like I you know, not that much chocolate comes from Africa. No, it's from the from 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 Latin America for the most part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the vast majority for sure. Is it, but he you know, it's color. exotic, he, so it must be the, it must be from Africa. And that must be what he's talking about here. It must be talking about the slave trade. The cut, the color though, Tony. They have to import the color from Africa. <laughs> oh, that's of, true. And, that's and the chocolate bars. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I love man hyper fixated on the African slave trade. Hmm, this post is really giving me African slave trade vibes. Yeah, and, yeah, for real, yeah, for real, for real. Nobody mentioned this, and yet this got <laughs> twenty one likes. Yeah, and uh, African slave trade is a big tell too that he uses oh, yeah, the phrase absolutely. African. So he doesn't mean of Africans. He means by Africans. And then just brings up climate change. It's like, okay, what's go what's going on here? And also yeah, like BT dubs climate change is a hoax. But but also like, oh, that was nearly eight years ago. It's like did what? Like nearly eight years ago, Bernie was saying I, I just like there's just a lot. Because like that's not even right. Like Bernie was saying that about the climate report that came out in like I think when he ran in twenty nineteen. Yeah, the the news was that we have to act in in the next eight years to stop like climate change from happening in the future. And conservative media ran with uh, new government report says world will end in eight years. 
We'll have, you know, we have eight years to save the world. And so that's what, that's what he's referencing. That's what everybody's right. And now we are, we are past the point of no return, I believe. Okay. Yeah. It's like, it's like the 2012 shit. I mean, that's what they think anyway. It's like, oh, the world didn't end in 2012. You're fucking owned. Okay. But this comment by Dewey Wyatt is, okay, look, let's go Brandon and bring bent over burn key too. Instead of mm-hmm. trick or treat, should be let's go Brandon and Burnkey. I, I what's going on there? Like with Burnkey, is like is it is this anti-Semitic or is this like some strange strain of like reactionary Facebook posting where somehow they include the K now as like like America Kaka, but they add the K because like oh the K is <laughs> bad, so they add K to words. Is that what's going on? Hmm. Uh, no, I mean, see, I, sorry, I can think ahead, of Jamie. another K word that they like to use on Jews. Yeah. Well, yeah. see that one. It's got. See, I was gonna say the K is just a comedy sa- comedy sound. The K and the word that you're talking about, Jamie, has two of those mm. in it. Uh, and you know, you put you put one of them in Burn Bernie, and he's Burnkey. And now that's funny. That's you've made up a funny nickname, a funny diminutive nickname for Burnkey Sanders that you can call it. Like Trump did this. You know, this is there's like an art what? to it. Um, it doesn't so, exactly roll off the tongue though. Like Trump's would be much better. Yeah, no, it's it's he's aspiring. He's got lofty ambitions with burnt with Bernke. It's it's never going to be a, a sleepy Joe or what was uh what was Jeb's low energy oh, Jeb. Low energy? Yeah, I think so. I guess it maybe wasn't that memorable if I can't remember it, but it worked at the time. <laughs> I think it was that low sure. energy something like that. Uh, but yeah, so I up. thought I thought Bernke was a typo, but then he says it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says instead of trick or treat, should be let's go Brandon and Bernke. And so he wants all the neighborhood school children to get together, and instead of saying trick or treat at the front doors of of your neighbors, you say let's go Brandon and Bernke. And then mm-hmm. if they're a snowflake inside, they melt like the other ones did. <laughs> Also, most no times you're just gonna picture. get high fives and saying, "Yeah, fuck Bernie Sanders," because they're gonna yeah. know exactly what you mean when you say Bernke. Yeah, I think it all scans perfectly. I just googled it and nothing came up. Bernke? Oh yeah, no way. Yeah, I think this might be a unique to this person's uh, baby brain. Yeah, we're seeing we're seeing raw innovation here. Like we're seeing the uh, the the dialectic of conservative reactionaries, like. Well, in live, in, this episode is going to be the Talladega of Bernkey. This is going to be the jump off. Do you guys remember when someone asked Bernie about what snacks he likes or what no. cheese he likes or something? No. And he w- gave such a good on brand answer for the senator from Vermont. He's like, I, I like a, a, a good shop cheddar. <laughs> we, uh, we produce it. We produce it right here in Vermont. It's it's very good, and I was oh, yeah. like, "Oh, Bernie, yeah, sa- same." <laughs> Bernie's such a working class guy, truly. Like he just despises anything that's like not like made locally, like made by like workers. It's like he probably uh, probably hasn't seen like a blockbuster in twenty years. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. That's too. That's too much. Yeah. Yeah. They are very proud of their cheese in Vermont, I will say. Have you guys been there? No, No, I was saying, but if I live in like a cheese state, I probably wouldn't be vegan. Like if I live in Wisconsin or Vermont, I probably wouldn't. I probably would be 
I'd probably be too proud of my, you know, my stud, you know, like I, you know, I do lots of California things, you know, I sell drugs and whatnot. So I'd probably like, <laughs> I'd probably, I'd probably like being a cheese still. Yeah. Oh boy. I cannot be into cheese for, I do not digest it very well. It's another, uh, another anti-Semitic trope, <laughs> but one that is unfortunately true for me. Ugh. But whole milk is my favorite. Time. My favorite, like white supremacist thing, is whole milk. Oh yeah, <laughs> fucking like a, drinking a gallon of milk to own the Jews. It's just so it's gross. A common thing, like fucking like white boys drinking whole milk as like a flex, yeah. just because they can. It's so funny though, because one of the things about being a white guy you have to do is you like at least once have to drink milk until you throw up. <laughs> <laughs> It's like part of being a white. So they they milk you into being a white guy by doing that, which is happening well, a lot more often now because of their whole uh, their campaign about um, milk hydrates better than water. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way that that's true. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how that could possibly be true. But that's like their ad campaign right now, and it's like people drinking milk like mid athletic activity. Can you imagine no. doing anything and like? <laughs> Oh, that's so gross. After after they win the game, the team dumps milk on the coach. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Gatorade. Pounding, a, pounding a glass of milk after like, you know, <laughs> running like a marathon. Getting getting bukkakied to own oh, the lives. After a set, oh, yeah. drinking a glass a, a glass of a glass of milk to rehydrate and then going back to run. That oh man. Like you're just <laughs> moving oh, around yeah. in your stomach. Oh, yeah. Call that a glass of gains, baby. <laughs> <laughs> wow and then they had to go and fucking politicize it just a just a wholesome white tradition you know nothing weird about that and then they had to go fucking get all nazi about it they had to make milk woke. as they do they had to make milk political I mean, I don't, I don't touch the stuff personally. It was actually fucking, it was vegan cheese that gave me this food poisoning that I'm living through right now, ironically enough. Wow. No, it's not ironic. I I read about that on Facebook. That's what you get for eating. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, my bad. My bad. So, but yeah, let's look at this um, last thing right here, which is like this, (laughs) this post by, uh, uh, James Matthew McDonald that says, "Yeah, this is a big one." Fentanyl is being, pa- yeah, it's like five two hundred fifty-seven thousand shares on Facebook. Fe- oh yeah, fe- fentanyl is being packaged as Skittles and nerds. Three exclamation points. So capital, throw them away on Halloween just to be safe. Heart emoji. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was gonna ask. I hope we have time for some fentanyl because these posts are insane. Yeah, I think we got some time. I got a little bit of time. Good stuff. Yeah. Great. So like what what is going on here? I did a little bit of research. All right. I was trying to find the origin of this urban legend besides, you know, like sort of the general one that comes around every Halloween when parents are like, Oh no, there's razor blades, there's so drugs. Cool. People are people are spending a lot of money on drugs and giving them out to your children for free on Halloween, mm-hmm. which I don't think people do. But um It's like awesome it's I been fe- going on for like decades now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was like, what whither this particular 
whence this particular iteration. And I found out there was indeed a fentanyl bust mm. where the DEA found a bunch of fentanyl that the drug traffickers were, you, they were transporting it disguised as candy mm. to evade the customs officials. But they never, there was never any evidence that they intended to like keep it in the candy wrappers once they got it into the country. That was just a yeah. way they were trying to. Uh, they probably weren't through. trying to give 6,000 pills to one child in a milk, in a <laughs> movie theater size milk. Du- no, it was a Whoppers container. I also love the <laughs> idea that just kids are bringing home boxes of Whoppers and ripping them op- open instantly. I love that malted milk ball. Yeah, Mom, yeah. can I eat these ones first? What fucking it's so it's so funny the whole story yeah but he was he was trying to get through an airport with boxes of like 12,000 fentanyl pills wow uh and whoops wow they caught him and oh except they didn't they caught the pills and took photographs close up photographs of them inside the candy boxes mm-hmm. uh but they didn't actually catch the guy who what? ran off they don't they say they know who he is though uh, but he might be uh, too important to actually take into custody. What do you guys, yeah. do you guys think? <laughs> who, exactly. who was it? It was the queen. We know this. <laughs> That's what, yeah, that makes, that makes sense. Like, Cause like, I mean, criminals what are smarter than like, they want to give them credit for, you know, like you said, I think this is one of those things this where it's like, this is almost a million dollars worth of drugs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, I don't know. We got a milk dud box. This doesn't even look like milk duds. Ah, fuck it. Like, run it. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I like this comment, this very anti-worker comment from Jake and Emily Drew, who says, this is true. Look it up. The (laughs) factory workers were putting it in candy and the plant shipped it out to stores. Yeah. A couple of kids died. They look died. What? Saw their like, this isn't true. This is so obviously not true. Look up what? The factory no, they di- workers? They died. Really? Yeah, the kids died. I saw them. They were so yeah. beautiful. They didn't, and they didn't do anything wrong. Some people need to start like a like get pick up like short story writing as a hobby because clearly people have like overactive imaginations. Then you have an outlet for it. It's not Facebook comments. Like yeah, what this kind of workers, what kind of people do they think <laughs> would like show up to work and be like, yep, time to poison some children. Well, it's actually, oh. it's, it's an old form of protest. It's called monkey wrenching. When you do, when you do, when you're uh, trying to show your power over the boss, you get a bunch of small children killed with fentanyl, oh and then you you show them this is what we can do, and and then they're more likely to negotiate yeah. with you. Also, this yeah, is-, is that your like inside knowledge from being in a union, yeah. Alexander? Yeah, I mean, this wasn't my union, but yeah, we do shit like this all the time. <laughs> this is leading up to negotiations. Also, like this is one of the most cursed. Facebook accounts, like all, all Facebook accounts are cursed to be clear, but this is definitely really up there. Like the joint couple Facebook account. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Classic. This is also just God. the plot. This is, I think the Joker tried to do this several times throughout like the history of Gotham. I think the Joker it has tried to poison seriously. candy. Cause like, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it was like a worker who's like, hates their job so much. And they're like, I wouldn't even have to make candy if these kids would just die. And like, is, that's like the logic. Honestly, it's like more and juvenile. Than, 
It's more juvenile than that. It seems like the plot of like a, a Care Bears episode. Yeah. Where someone's poisoning all the candy in, in Loveland or wherever yeah. the fucking Care Bears are. Like these people, they're so, they have such like childlike minds. Um, the, the post itself, yeah, fentanyl is being packaged. It's Skittles and nerds. Like this is just a random guy typing this out. Yeah. There's no link. It's from it's from October 5th. This guy doesn't have a big account. It's just he he made this pub this post was like public and he had a couple friends who were like him, so they shared it instantly. Uh and it took <laughs> this off. Is true. This two, is true. Like I you said, two hundred and fifty-seven thousand shares on Facebook, and they were just like going up and up and over like the course of just the few days I was watching it. But yeah, this share is from eight minutes ago. Sure. And like everybody in the comment section on the original post is like dunking on him. Of course, people wouldn't give their fucking drugs away for free or, oh shit, people are giving their drugs away for free. Let me, where's it, where's it at? I'll take, you know what? I'll take custody of the drug. You know, everybody's doing that. Right. Like thousands of people in the comments, but people are still sharing it with, with captions like Charlene's here that says, absolutely. So the, the fentanyl is being packaged as Skittles and nerds. Absolutely. But does it stop just at those two candies? Wow. Maybe other candies are tainted, but we haven't, but haven't been discovered yet. Mind blown emoji, angry emoji, uh, sweating, nervous emoji. Yeah. These people are filthy, sick animals. Three exclamation points. Go off, Charlie. And this is another thing you get on Facebook and probably just like social media in general is like people one upping each other. You know, we saw yeah, that with the yeah. four houses, the four houses that Bernie Sanders owns, the five <laughs> houses that Bernie Sanders owns, the Bugatti that Bernie Sanders owns. And this is, I mean, this is like, she's like, okay, James, yeah, that's nice. You're worried about Skittles and nerds. Okay, I'm worried about all the candy. The yeah. candy supply line. <laughs> you know what? Maybe the school supplies are tainted too. You gotta, you can't be too careful. Yeah. yeah. Something about those teachers. How do we, how can we know that the teachers aren't giving, like putting fentanyl on the papers that they're canning out and then the kid just grabs them and then dies? How yeah. do we not know that? I've, I've never been scared of like my kid running into fentanyl at school, except for today, uh, where they're having like spirit week and um, they are being visited by uh, cops and a, and like a, and a oh canine. Uh, so today I am a little worried. Um, yeah, that she might be exposed to fentanyl. Uh, yeah, some so, fentanyl's gonna blow over from the next town over and uh, be a real problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, also he might just, he might have just got his like he might have got his decoy his decoy fentanyl candies and like the real candies that pass out mixed up. So okay. who knows? Well, according to the cops, the cop would not be at the school with fentanyl by accident because the cop would be dead. As soon as they were in the same room as the fentanyl. Oh yes, mm. yes, true. Yeah, totally except not. for that so, retired that retired cop who just got caught selling fentanyl to a teen. Oh my god! It's like in the news, like today or yesterday or something. From what I from what I'd seen, yeah, he was like retired for a day and he got caught <laughs> selling fucking fentanyl to to a teen, and they like went to his house and he had a bunch of guns that were taken from evidence. Uh, yeah, it's like you moron. You did one of the few jobs where you have a pension and you're set for life, man. You retire. You're a retired cop. Like, enjoy it, but that's, buddy. That's and he's so like, no, I'm gonna sell. I'm gonna sell killer drugs to teens instead. Yeah, to teens. But that's so cool. That's so cool. Like one day, like he was just itching. Like he was just like, oh, just as soon as I retire, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sell drugs. Like he just like was, you know, he was like waiting until he officially retired because he has like some like weird honor code he's like no 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 i can't do it as a police <laughs> officer i have yeah. to wait one day after <laughs> like 
Well, he was too busy before, you know? Yeah. Some people want to retire and, like, work on a boat. Some people want to retire and follow their passion of selling fentanyl to kids, you know? Well, it just so <laughs> happens that the latter group is often cops. Yeah. Well, he's like always been doing it the entire time. He just had to get rid of, like, the rest of his stash, only he forgot that he's not a cop anymore. <laughs> um, and probably may, probably wasn't everyone's favorite. Yeah. Because if it, you know, well, maybe- it, oh, that's also what happens when you don't police the same neighborhood you live in. Mm. So maybe he was waiting until he wasn't a cop anymore so that he could then be able to like safely handle and package the fentanyl without immediately dying. He loses the The curse has fallen. Yeah. 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 Cause if you are a cop, if you even look at fentanyl, you will die. Yeah. If you have a cop's, if you have a cop's heart, like if you're true of heart to a cop, yeah, you, you, you would die touching that. The fentanyl knows. Yeah. Yep. Purity test. And like sometimes cops wives, they also have like the, the heart of a cop. I mean, literally, I mean, literally, you literally. know, uh, wow. Wow. so that's why they're also affected by looking at fentanyl. Yeah. So <laughs> there, there's a share by Keith here and all for anyone listening, keep this in mind. All, everything I'm going to say is all caps, all of its caps, mm. check your kids candy after every house and remember where the candy was gone from and call the sheriff's office immediately. Yeah. yeah. Every single trip. Every single house, you gotta clock what they're getting. You know, come up with a mnemonic device. Okay, uh, (laughs) I got the Reeses at the White House. Okay, Reeses, Reeses at the White House. Joe Biden, Joe Brandon. Okay, Reeses, Reeses pieces. Brandon's brain is pieces. Okay, Uh, building up, building building a memory house in your mind. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This one is just kind of amusing. There's not as much to unpack here. Well, I, 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 I don't know. I, I love like taking a, like take a photograph of the candy, like in front of the house that you got it at or whatever, or like maybe, you know, record like in your pocket, the person putting the candy, you know, holding the candy out to your kids or whatever. So you have proof. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the smart way to do it. I, I, I just, um, I, and then when you see, it, when you notice anything else suspicious, uh, which is probably, you know, pretty unlikely for somebody to, like you to notice something else suspicious. But if you do call the cops uh, immediately. Yeah. I just can't wait until like Halloween this year where do you know, you know, it's going to be like kind of what you're describing, Alex, of like someone recording their kids getting, getting, uh, getting candy. And like, they might invent, like, you have to say some praise for people that if they have drugs, they have to say, no, no, I don't have it. So it's like, and then they start saying like, like, it's like, tell me you don't have, you don't have the drugs. It's like, what? It's like, it's candy. No, no, no. I, I see, that's how I know it has drugs in the candy. Yeah. And it's just going to be shared like 400,000 times. I'm going to predict this right now that this, this Halloween is going to be the year where like someone's trying to take a picture of someone handing out the candy to remember where they got the candy from. And then some other parent is going to see someone taking pictures of kids <laughs> and be like, it is just going to be chaos. And they don't register on the same team. <laughs> But like who you know you you're not going to believe someone who's not taking pictures of kids or they're not taking pictures of kids. It's going to be yeah. it's going to be bad. It's going to be chaos. It's going to be like the Spider-Man meme, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Think Spider-Man about, versus yeah. Spider-Man. Think about how confusing. many how many ring cams we're going to see after Halloween. Ring cam oh, versus yeah. ring cam. It's going to be a Hell lot yeah. lot of like viral ring so cam moments. Some good, some bad. Can't wait. Can't wait for that. There's this comment um, here by Michael. It says, thank your government for this. They are they 
are the suppliers. Yeah, that's a Michael's woke as fuck. That's yeah. a real comment. <laughs> My, yeah. Real shit. Yeah, we, we thank know your this. government for this. Your government, I like. I don't mean to sound conspiratorial or anything. I think I think the fucking CIA dropped that box of Skittles at the airport. Like, <laughs> like are you fucking kidding me? Right. A box full of fent. Like, to be I fair, <laughs> to be fair, the government has certainly gotten mixed up in the drug trade in the past. So. This might be one of those one of those conspiracy theories that has perhaps a grain of truth. Yeah, oh, I don't, yeah. I'm trying to figure yeah. out what what Michael meant by it though. Like, yeah, Mike, yeah. <clears throat> like Michael doesn't think the CIA introduced crack into black neighborhoods. I don't think. You know, may, no, maybe no. you could push him to that, but I think he's coming at this from a different direction, and I'm and I'm still trying to kind of like figure it out. Thank your government. So the government's bad. We know the government's bad. Just in general, what if he, uh, what if it was being grateful? Government. Like, thank you, thank your government for this. It's also an option. Or ooh, ooh, ooh. Maybe, maybe it's like advanced. Like, well, because the Democrats are in power, and the Democrats are actually just owned by the Chinese. And since fentanyl comes from China, so therefore blame the real government, which is the CPC. That's closer to what where he's coming from. It for sure. Like, I think he thinks that the America is distributors by not like uh, having automatic yeah. turret guns at the border. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, maybe what he means. Yeah. Now, you're, you guys are right, <laughs> obviously. But it is interesting to see how there's, like, left-wing and right-wing permutations of all <laughs> these uh, different ideas that have flourished through the years. I like Jill's response to this was because, uh, you know, people were saying, like, this is fake or, oh, like, yeah. it, was a one, it was one thing at an airport that happened that, like, the... LA police, the LA Sheriff's Department are like blast, like putting photos of the of the fentanyl in the candy boxes next to a trick or treat bucket on Facebook and yep. saying this this happened over here in a totally different context, totally different thing, even if it is real. But here's this other thing, and you know, just keep uh, keep an eye on your 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 kids' candy. And everybody's like, "This not... happened," and a kid's they pulled this box out of a fucking hollow pumpkin and a kid's a little plastic pumpkin in a kid's hand. I saw it. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't. They, they, I heard they weren't even like trying to look for it. I heard they someone jokingly said "trick or treat" and someone just handed them that <laughs> giant box of fentanyl. <laughs> so people were, you know, people were saying trying to explain the difference uh, about what had actually happened. And uh, Jill on here said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that much fentanyl isn't a cause for fear, but hey, at least it's not, quote, meant for trick-or-treaters. <laughs> I remember when razor blades were not, quote, meant for trick-or-treaters either. Ignorance is truly bliss. Also the misspelled dot, dot, dot. It has a single laugh react. Yeah. Uh, I love that. I, I remember when razor blades weren't meant for apples. And we know how that we all remember how that turned out. That other fake thing. <laughs> yeah, the other thing that didn't exist that is exactly the same <laughs> as this one you believe automatically now. It's interesting. I love how like they get so close to the point. They're like, yeah, this is the same thing, but the problem is, you think it's real. Yeah. No, I have I have a cousin who's I have a cousin whose best friend, uh, <laughs> you know, thought thought that the rust dripping out of the apple was like peanut butter or something, and ate ate the died died Whoa. died. Wow. <laughs> Somebody it was, actually, it was actually an exploding razor blade. They actually oh, blew up from swallowing the razor blade. My, it was my cousin's friend. I remember that. 
our bravest Somebody power. in this comments said that they themselves bit into a Snickers bar that had a razor blade in it when they were six years old. And somebody was like, that did not happen to you. She's like, yes, it dog, your parents are trying to kill you. Like that, it, that was someone in your house. That was, you're, you're like fucked. 90 years old. trying to old. teach you're, you a lesson about eating a healthy diet. Also, like yeah. if that happened, you like, you would have the scars to prove it. There's zero percent chance that if that yeah. did not happen, you would like be chill about it. Well, it, it knocked it knocked some Their baby scars teeth are out, on the but... inside. <laughs> you know how what? I got this scar? You're gonna ask me about the scar? <laughs> didn't, didn't check my candy. Didn't let my parents check my candy after Halloween. Yeah. I really want to read this one, you guys. Do it. <laughs> it's just like a total fucking mic drop. Uh by Mariah Freisner. Mm-hmm. Sure. She says, anyone that says drug dealers don't want to give shit for free are dumb. Wow. That's right. What about bullets that people <laughs> used to shoot up schools just because they're angry? Those are basically given out for free. Open your minds. There's weird ass people in this world. Yeah, that's awesome. So there's that's so, so cool. People in this world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is beautiful. Yeah, Every, everyone knows that that one hundred percent of school shootings are perpetuated by uh, drug dealers. Also, the giving I, out the bullets for free—it's like, yeah, I, I, I don't know if that's exactly what's happening at a school shooting. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the market. It's the market happening, and it's a—it's an aberration in the market. Somebody giving away something for free. Whoa, that's how you know he's mentally oh. ill. I mean, I, you could, I'm trying to parse this, right? And you could say, oh, the bullets are cheap. Therefore, that encourages people to do school shootings. Uh, but I thought these people liked the free market. So I don't know. This is just like the results of the market. Yeah, it's a free market. The, the market is being given out for free. So it's a free market. Yeah. Well, anyone, you know, anyone who says people people don't want to give out stuff for free. Oh, oh yeah. How many people die of poisoning every year? You're literally <laughs> giving free poison to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Mariah's yep. like the one person watching like security footage and just like just just gonna leave those empties out there? Just gonna leave those you're not gonna not gonna re <laughs> you know, you're just gonna leave those empties just strewn across the campus. She's copy she's copying Chris Rock, right? Because right. wasn't it Chris yeah. Rock who said that if bullets cost a hundred dollars, like there would not be any more shootings? Yeah. Yeah, you don't yeah. need gun or maybe control, you, need you would only control. shoot someone if you like really, really <laughs> wanted to kill them. I yeah. think this is a coincidence because I don't I don't think Maria's seen a Chris Rock special. What what what's interesting is like, oh yeah, you know this thing that like is not happening first of all. Well, how, what about this other thing? It's like this completely different thing. Ever think about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, she's right. There are some weird ass people in this world. That's, that's true. A, can't argue that's, with her on that. That's such a really cool way. It's like it's like oh, I'm going to compare this fake thing to like the real problem of school shooters. They're just like it's just weird vibes. Also, like yeah. you know, the it says in here, you know, shoot up schools just because they're angry. So then, why why are the drug dealers doing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they also angry? Yeah, that's what like people the the way people were justifying it were saying stuff like, yeah, there's there are people who want to harm children. 
uh, and that's the, these are like the sick, you know, and this blends in perfectly with like QAnon shit and, right. you know, more moral panic in general. Anybody who does that many, who has that many drugs would be a psycho, would be a sicko, would not hesitate to just throw them all down the drain if it killed but one child, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and, 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 um, I saw one where it was like, shit, I, I just, I just forgot it. Uh, damn it. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I'll remember it later. But it was it was along these lines of like trying to explain. Oh yeah, there uh, the comments were like, "Oh, mental illness is is running rampant in this world." <laughs> like, no, the, it was mental illness is a plague. What? And wow. it was like the idea was that it was the mentally ill who were doing mass killings of, of, oh, man. of f- children with fentanyl. Ah, I mean, look, when you don't have a material explanation for why things happen, you have to get a little creative with it. You have to get even more creative when the thing isn't actually happening. You have to explain <laughs> a thing that's not even happening, you yeah. know, because a cop put it in front of your many face on Facebook. <laughs> well, I have a question for all of you. If that fentanyl wasn't meant for kids, why do they make it so pretty? Why do they make it so yeah. colorful and nice to look at? Huh? Ever thought about that? Mm. You're making well, good points, I think. It's actually I don't not see, I don't see other pills for... looking appetizing. That's like so not true. <laughs> Benadryl should be tasty. Benadryl should be like a nice little snack. It I mean, tastes e- so much better. Ecstasy's been multicolored for like right. decades now. Yeah. You yeah, know, all, yeah. All those like all those illicit pills are, are all they're all cool colors. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, you don't like cool colors, folks. But that's that's you know only children are allowed to uh, allowed to dabble with with a, a palette. Yeah, and it all tastes horrible. You. At least that's what people tell me. <laughs> Sorry, drugs make us more creative. Yeah, I just love this like line too. Like the third sentence, like the fourth sentence in this is like, "Open your minds." Like it's yeah. just like like oh yeah, this this is not happening. And also the other thing that is happening, but it's not happening in the way I'm describing. But if you don't believe me, you're just not open-minded enough. Hmm. If only there were some kind of substance I could take to help open my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's called a it's called a tre- trepanning with a uh, a drill. You put a drill straight through the skull, and you'll the, you'll come around to Mariah's the, point of view. Also, like <laughs> this is <laughs> also like this is like the surface level, right? Like this is surface level Mariah thought, right? It's like this is like we're not even at the depth of like the, the true belief, right? Like we're not, we're only seeing like the surface. How deep does this go? Mm. Yeah. Got to drill down in there and find out. Yeah. What, what do you, what do you think the response would be though? If, if like Halloween, I decided to, to hand out like testing kits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, I've, I, I saw your post about the fentanyl. Now you can test all of your kids candy. Oh Obvious man, this is such you're you're a fucking genius, Tony. <laughs> and then like everybody can have like a a kit on them and just tell them, oh, it's in case any of my friends get bad candy, mom. Yeah, yeah. Or like, or even for for like you know for for like the real down ass kids, I'm just gonna give them uh, you know just give them the straight Narcan, and that way you can just like yeah, eat all your exactly. candy, and then then you know hopefully you don't have to use it. All the all the essential oils, mom. They're sharing it around. It's like this is this is harm reduction. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. There's I, this, probably man, a post beautiful. out there that is like, don't use Narcan. Peppermint <laughs> and cedar will do the job. Narcan oh has God. so many seed oils in it. It's so bad yeah. for you. 
the Narcan. Oh God! Like imagining like somebody's like, no, no, don't take the Narcan because people who are sharing Narcan is that's actually more fentanyl. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've I heard they're putting Narcan fentanyl in Narcan. Narcan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to sell more Narcan. No, I really do think we should we should let these concerned parents know that there's a way to like in case your yeah. child touches the bad candy bar with fentanyl or on it. There's you know there's stuff we can do to help them. Yeah, I'm sure they'll really appreciate that. Oh, maybe oh I'm will. just gonna set it's up. A, I'm try. just gonna set up a little corner. It's gonna be called. It's gonna be a, a safe candy eating site. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's got nurses on hand Whoa. it's got yeah government zone. government supervision yeah they would lose their minds even and though it's it, like <laughs> solving the problem they think they have right they would be like nope no get it out of here they, no, they would be in they would be into it for like the first day maybe at like wily e. coyote running off the cliff and like being suspended in air for a few seconds yeah and yeah. then they would realize what's what's like what they're actually encouraging and plummet yeah it's harm reduction they'll i can imagine like already like like these, these people are not prepared for the fact of like like you share them like housing works like what happens here in new york city with like the safe consumption sites like you showed them like this is a like they start sharing the logo of like this is a dangerous organization. The front for sharing like fentanyl. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'm I'm into it. I I will eat all my candy at the safe candy eating site yeah. from now on. Let's hope this pops back up again next year because I don't have time to organize it this year. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm sure it will. You know, maybe we can like run it up the chain in DSA. We're always looking for some mutual aid projects to get involved with. Bring it to Antifa. Yeah, hell yeah. Like all, all the way up to all the way up to uh Supreme Leader AOC. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna get yeah. a I'm gonna get There's a, a box CEO. of a box of harm reduction supplies for, directly from Soros. Yeah. Imagining yeah. like an yeah. organic response that happens on Facebook where they're <laughs> They're, they're sharing like the CIA is distributing Narcan kits in, in, in neighborhoods. Just like this is yeah. this is like like it, it's just like this is their way of making sure that our kids are not being protected. Real real reversal there. <laughs> yeah. They've really come a long way since they were passing out drugs earlier in the episode. Yeah, based CIA. I, I love them now. <laughs> uh, now, I, I can't stop thinking about the the safe candy eating site. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, I'm very, I think I'm very gonna... tickled by that image because yeah. I actually have gone to a tent that the, the Austin Harm Reduction Coalition set up when I was at the Levitation Festival consuming some candy of my own. Nice. And I really appreciated that they were there. Yeah. Yeah. Candy yeah. That's awesome. It's new thing. New meaning to candy flipping. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. I think I got to get going soon. All right. All right. I think Sorry. we got some good stuff. Yeah. Got some good, lot to, lot to chew on. Um, I had, I had something and then I lost it. That's okay. I mean, sugar, right? It's all about the greatest drug of all, sugar. Amen. Which trains children to be addicts 
and which the Democrats either want to make really cheap or really expensive. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Was a Diet Coke uh, drinker. I'm on the side of no sugar. I'm not a Diet Coke drinker. I just know they're like real freaks about, about it is all. That was, yeah. Look, (laughs) glucose has six carbon carbon atoms, six oxygen atoms, six, six, and then also has 12 hydrogen. But if we all know, hydrogen is actually just six. So three, six, folks. That's crazy. I don't get it. It's It's Mark of the Beast. Mark of the Beast. (laughs) Oh, like 666. I see. Okay. It's all come full circle. Yeah. Um, And also reminds me of the lady that we were talking about before with Terrence who thought that uh, she did those. She like worked for the candy company, right? And she did those ads saying to people that, um, you know, there's no such thing as foods that are good for you or bad for you. Oh. Yeah. It's all just, uh, it's all just energy, right? She used this like really woke language saying like decolonize your plate, decolonize <laughs> your mind. And uh, I feel like she would be right at home in this comment section. What what what, what company was she working for again? Uh, it was the company that Isn't like makes Nestle? Oreos. Isn't it Nestle they, or Nabisco? Or? They like funded her little um, nonprofit or whatever. Imagine an her ad. Fake, her fake nonprofit <laughs> that was designed to Ridiculous. spread nutritional disinformation to children. I'm just imagining that. Well, it's like, like I mean, there are good foods from all cultures, but right. Like not junk food, yeah. You know, which I, yeah. which I think it was. It seemed like it was trying to gloss over. Well, junk is just like a colonizer word. Right? <laughs> just imagine yeah, my people like, have been eating Oreos for 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 centuries. Yeah, <laughs> just imagine the most black pill thing ever. It's like it's like decolonizer palette brought to you by the Nabisco. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> long long tradition well, of eating chemical sludge. Ancient, and then you get the ancient sorry. POC tradition that totally <laughs> existed before fact chemical factories. Yeah. But anyway, I think we uh I guess we're gonna wrap it up. Thanks for coming, you guys. Yeah, this is yeah. super fun. It was a Thank good time. you for having us. And we'll uh yeah. We got to do it again. We got to do it again sometime. Hell yeah. Yeah, maybe totally. We'll, f- an- we'll flip the script on you maybe. What? Oh, oh boy. <laughs> have you, have you come to us? To have you come to us? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, you're going to what? You're going to what now? <laughs> are you Are you my foe? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a twist. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna be- I'm going gonna, gonna to be really mean to you instead. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hey, payback's okay. a bitch. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, but uh plugs. Yeah. You guys want to plug anything before you go? Uh yeah, listen to miss let's listen to Minion Death Cult, uh, wherever you get podcasts. It's kind of like what we did here. We <laughs> we take, you know, trending topics or just stuff I see in right wing internet that's amazing and uh deranged. We try to keep it pretty light, but obviously the subject matter can can get dark at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a worker, Tony's a worker and a dad and, you know, I'm a union member and we talk about, uh, working class politics as well. And, you know, uh, race politics as well. And, uh, it's, it's a fun show. It's I a think. good time. Yeah. Yeah. Mini Hell Death yeah. Cult every, I, everywhere. I heartily recommend it. Thank you. I enjoy it very much. Thanks. Um, 
I have a plug too, assuming this runs before Friday, which hopefully it will. We'll see. But this is a very specific plug for people in the New York area who want to go to a fun show on Friday. It is also a Halloween party. Um, God, I don't even have the details in front of me, so I'm going to have to do a good job remembering them off the top of my head. It'll be in the show notes. House of, House of Feelings presents House of Halloween at the Broadway in Bushwick. Not the one in Manhattan. That's a very different Broadway. Um, it's on Broadway here in Brooklyn. And we have Shamir, the iconic Shamir Bailey, playing a cool, intimate set before he goes off on tour for a little bit. And the cool post-punk band Flossing, very, very freaky, up and coming, very queer, interesting uh, post-punk music for you. We got Andrew, who is sort of our like big gay disco guy on the label. And we got some DJs, including myself, Jamie Peck, Visuals, a.k.a. Andrew Fox, and maybe some spooky surprises. So if that sounds like fun to you and you want to put on a costume and see some music, maybe have a few drinks with your pals, you can come on down and I'll put the info in the show notes so that everyone can get their tickets. Oh, yeah. Wish I was in New York. Oh, same. You got to come hang out sometime. We'll get, I'll get over there eventually. We need to get over there. Yeah. Well, right. thanks again for coming. Oh, yeah. Thanks for yeah, having Yeah, thank us. you so much. Love you guys. Aw, big love. Right back at you. Until next time, do the reading. That doesn't work here. Do the, but I said it anyway. Do the posting. Read the posting. Do the, do the yeah. reading of Facebook. Yeah. Or let oh, us yeah. do it for you. It's a good stuff. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>